0: So tonight we are going to finish our Luke um discussion. We were we started it obviously before Christmas and we were gonna try and get it done before Christmas, but didn't work out. I don't know. I think the timing's perfect.
1: Okay. The last the last two weeks we led up to the birth of Christ. We have now celebrated Christmas, Christ's birth, Christ is here with us. So now we get to talk about that glorious moment.
0: Yeah. Sounds good to me. So The if you go to uh, verse 30 that's funny side note
1: I just got a message from somebody that said I told them that I was in the middle of recording or getting ready to record and they said can't wait (laughs) so shout out to you MD
0: yeah so verse 39 starts what they call the childhood of of Jesus okay so if we want we can. I was just kind of thinking we would stop at thirty-eight because that's kind of the end of the baby, sure, infancy I kind can, of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm good with that. And that will hopefully allow us to finish, complete the complete the the there. thing yeah. we set out yeah, to do. Yeah. So if we um, there's a lot that goes on here, though. Yes, there is, and so that's why thirty-eight verses. I mean, that's when you look at it biblically, that's that's deep. Some deep things in here. Um, if it's okay with you, bro, let's pray. I don't know we don't we don't we should probably make that a more regular practice but we kind of just get into it and get excited about studying and the lord knows our heart but if you don't mind can i pray for us go right on ahead lord um thank you for being real you know (laughs) like i'm so thankful that we get to bank our entire life on this religion and this relationship and the most beautiful thing about it is it's all real and it's all true and you've given us the The word of God and scripture to verify that Lord I pray that this message would reach people who need to hear this Uh, for the Christians who might need encouragement Lord I pray it's for them for the skeptics who might think Christianity is just some pie in the sky type of thing Lord I pray it's for them Lord Uh, whatever you want to do I'm just so happy that you have the power to make it happen use us God tonight Help us to rightly divide your words. I pray, Lord, that our study time will be honored and that, uh, God, you will make this fruitful. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, bro, so uh, just to fill anyone in, we're starting at chapter 2, verse 1 tonight. Uh, We finished chapter 1 last week, and the scene here is, the beginning says, in those days. All right, so the scene here is... um, Baby Jesus, right? Like hey. this is the birth of of Christ. We little tiny nine pounds, yeah, nine pounds, pounds, eight Baby ounce. Jesus, <laughs> baby Jesus, in your golden fleece diaper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, so so uh we talked about Zechariah, John the Baptist. We talked about Elizabeth. We talked about Mary, the in, incarnation. I believe that's the the word, not not carnation. That's a flower, not. <laughs> Not incarnation. I don't think that's where I think it's incarnation of Mary. We talked about that in detail last time. If you want to know something about the birth of Jesus, the immaculate conception, go look at last week's episode. It was insane. It was really, it's, really good. Yeah, so good. It was really good. And um, now we're going to talk about kind of uh, how I don't know, man, this is very interesting. How There's would you describe so chapter two?
1: Uh, a journey? Journey. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like the surroundingness of his birth, prophecy fulfilled.
1: Yes, so but, amazing. Yeah. So it just so many things had to be precisely done. Yeah, in order to get to this point, and yep. they are.
0: That's right. That's right. So, <laughs> I guess last week because it went so well, I say let's do it the same way. I'll read. I'll start with verse one, and you stop me where you want to stop me. Uh, I will probably end. Reading verse seven because that's kind of the first thought, and then we'll talk about it and then go.
1: I'm completely okay. cool with that because I got a lot to say about All this. All right,
0: song. cool. So here's verse one, chapter two. In those days, a decree. I love that. Sorry, I can't. How do I? How do I have to stop? <laughs> Four words. How is that even possible? Okay, I won't say much, but remember, I can't help it. Remember, this is Luke writing to Theophilus. There is some reason he said in those days, like. We, these aren't just random words. No. When Luke was and, pinning this,
1: right. he wrote and that for a reason. This is something that most of either the Theophilus or the people that yeah. are a Theophilus would
0: understand that. Right.
1: They would know that, oh, yeah, that, that time yes. when Augustus decreed this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're exactly. talking about.
0: So let me, let me keep reading that. That was my bad. In those days, verse 1 a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius, Quirinius, something like that, was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, ba-ba-ba, Prophecy, 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 which <laughs> is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and the lineage of David. So so convenient, so convenient that he hmm. happens to be anyway, verse five to be registered with Mary conveniently. She's also from the same town lineage because she's from the same Correct. lineage. Yeah, right? Weird. huh? They don't have to split up. They all get to do this together. Anyway, I can't, I'm going to stop saying anyway, <laughs> to be registered with Mary, his betrothed. Are you reading ESV still? Are you in NASB or ESV? Uh, this do you see? Betrothed? This is ESV. It is okay.
1: the but that that word is extremely important.
0: It is. Um, <laughs> so continuing until verse. Who was with child? Seven, and then six. Who was with child? And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. The time came. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. Everybody knows that little. (gasps) The inn. Yeah, everybody knows that little section. They were in a motel (laughs) eight. All right, so that's uh, that's that's what this Bible lists, the birth of Jesus Christ intro. So go ahead, you said you had some stuff there. So much. Okay. Uh,
1: So we covered some of it. The whole decree, knowing that you know the people of the time would have known about that. Uh, four and Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, and they go through. So it's it's important to note here that the city of David is not; it's the actual city called David is not the town that David came from, because that is actually Bethlehem, uh, which is important because it ties the lineage together.
0: Correct. The if you think about the city of David. The main you're going to think of Israel, right? Right. Correct. Okay. Right. That's a good delineation there.
1: It, it's important to be delineated because without that, you don't understand how the prophecy is coming true. Do you
0: remember where David was born?
1: No. Bethlehem. I thought. Yeah. That's what. I, <laughs> I, you and these questions yeah. that I think are trick questions. No, just, I'm like, you know, just I'm them. like, is this a trick <laughs> question? No.
0: He was born in Bethlehem, and they call him a foreshadowing or Christ, uh, not a Christophany, but a foreshadowing. David, the pre- the priest, prophet, king. Of God's people, almost had it. Almost, but he's from Bethlehem, and it's almost like Jesus has to be born there to continue. The uh, man, dude, There's I, I don't so know much if I to can unpack in tonight. this whole seven go ahead.
1: verses. Go ahead. Um, then we go down to to be registered with Mary, his betrothed. So this is important because in the time, you're no longer betrothed after you've consummated a marriage correct so the fact that luke finds it important enough to say that they're still betrothed even though she's about to give birth to jesus shows that um joseph did not know her biblically until after the (laughs) birth of jesus
0: now when you say know her (laughs) i'm just for our younger audience yeah i know (laughs) I'm just
1: kidding. the the bible constantly says this man knows this yeah. woman or this woman now knows this man means mm-hmm. to
0: he did not have sex with her. He did not have sex. It's with okay, her. we can say it. I know. It's you know,
1: I just like to say sex is real. Yeah. That is how procreation well, I've works. I've done it. Uh, I've got <laughs> two evidences of that myself. So it's happened at least twice. So
0: at least twice. <laughs> For sure. So why does Luke why do you think He's telling Theophilus, betrothed. Why not? He? Why didn't he just? Because I think in Matthew, it might say his mm-hmm. wife. I think there might be a sm- Don't don't quote me on that. I think some. How dare you misquote scripture? I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I think uh, there might be a Matthew. Uh, you know what? While you're doing discrepancy? that... discrepancy, okay. Yeah, While I'm,
1: about, I'm explaining that, yeah, I believe it's important because it is proof of fulfilling the prophecy that the son of man would be born of a virgin. Okay. Uh, And Luke knows that, obviously. I also came across an interesting verse 6. A lot of people think that Mary and Joseph show up in Bethlehem. Well, okay, so a lot of times we hear the nativity story as Oh, poor Mary and Joseph. They find their way to Bethlehem all by themselves on the back of a donkey. There's nothing in the scripture that says they went to Bethlehem on a donkey, first of all, right? Yeah. More than likely, because Caesar Augustus made this decree in verse 1 that we already talked about, there's going to be droves, caravans of people going to Bethlehem.
0: Which is why there was no room room in the end in the end which
1: we'll get to that in a minute as well um so verse six and says and while they were there the time came for her to give birth they could have been there a week they could have been there three months we don't we don't know it's not this whole bam they show up on the spot and boom mary's having jesus in the middle of this quote-unquote manger
0: (laughs) um did you happen to look at how long this time period was, though? Because I know you're saying we can't, we can't really ass- assume that it was only one day. Right. But equally, can we assume it was months or weeks? We don't know.
1: No, we don't know. I think, I couldn't find any evidence yeah, of actual knowing. I
0: think that's so awesome because, in in my opinion, that speaks to the sovereignty of God. Like, if you just say. At that time, oh. no, no, not at that time. Jesus had to be born in Bethlehem, so they were there so he could be born in Bethlehem. Right. It doesn't matter how long it took. Prophecy fulfilled. Amen. Prophecy fulfilled. Amen. And while you're doing that, I'm going to. You have the Matthew verse. Um, it's not in Matthew. I just looked. It's probably Mark. It's um, I'm gonna go to keep going, and I actually want to read the prophecy that was fulfilled in Micah. So people have a cross-reference. Four, think five, ten two.
1: Or oh, I think it's 5'2". or be
0: Micah 5'2". Micah 5'2".
1: And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger. I saw MacArthur commentary about this. And it was explained that having to wrap him in swaddling cloths was a sign of being poor hmm. and lowly, which I thought was very interesting.
0: I wonder what the other option might have been, like a some kind of clothing,
1: probably cotton,
0: rather than scraps, is what it right basically sounds yeah, like.
1: It's probably a single piece of cotton, as in uh, or linens, because that was costly. Yeah. Uh, now, the end of seven, because there was no place for them in the inn. Yes, I don't know how many Facebook, Instagram. I actually saw a post about this on LinkedIn and that the word in means upper room. The word that Luke uses here in the Greek equates to upper room. It's not its not actually like a hotel or Great. an inn. Um, I saw a very beautiful graphic, if I can find it. I'll put a picture of it up on the, on the video uh, that explained... A lot of archaeological digs have been done and found or it is known that the home most of the time during in Bethlehem during this time period was a two story building that the bottom was kind of barn like had several bays for the animals because what they would do is they would bring the animals in at night to prevent them from being stolen or slaughtered. And the animals would stay in the in the like barn area sure. that is the first floor. And then the upstairs would have been family and this upper room would have been where guests stayed. There's so many correlations between the fact that and this goes along with the image that I saw, and I thought this was pretty powerful and it made a lot of sense. Jesus is born amongst a group of people. It wasn't the traditional nativity scene that shows, you know, just Mary and Joseph and Jesus being born. It would have been a family unit that's that's homing
0: So like Mary a, and Joseph. Like a B&B? like an Airbnb
1: kind of, but the people are still staying there, you know, they're living there and they're inviting them into their guest room and knowing that she's with child, they're going to try to help because that's what the community did at the time was help each other, especially the lesser off, you know? So the correlation I read about this was Jesus came as a simple baby around lowly people for them. That's right because they were shepherds and at this time like we said last week the shepherds were lowly people at this time in history which I thought was pretty yeah pretty good
0: i had seen some pictures um if you ever google like bethlehem there's no trees anywhere none there's there's it's just rock right yeah it's caves, it's rocks, it's grass. There's no trees anywhere. Um, which I was, I came across that because I was looking into the manger thing, which as we know by now, I think, I think it's a pretty widely known thing that the manger was not what we think it is. It's not this cute little wooden, uh, Oh, a field yeah, yeah, baby. Holder. It was an animal feeding trough, right? right? That's it. Was con- it was rock, it was stone, Yeah, stone right. because whatever. that is the only thing there, right? So i I heard some people they put some pictures up of what they think might have been um, the place where Jesus was actually born, not not the actual place, but what similar, it probably similar, was, right. and it was like a cave inside of this dugout rock. You know, and they said back then, if you look at the landscape, which is true, there's nowhere. I mean, it's just all um, it's all stone and rock. And, you know, you kind of have to there's a lot of caves. There's a lot of places to it's almost like um, people dig inside of a mountain or because, you know, the tombs used to be like that, too. Right. The tombs used to be built into the mountain. It wasn't like in the ground because you couldn't dig in the ground. It wasn't like this lush thing like we have here. So it would make sense. That um, we've just really kind of commercialized this, and it's taken away from the meaning, right. in my opinion. Right. I mean, when you put when you put baby Jesus as in a in a manger with hay, and they're sipping hot cocoa, and they've got a <laughs> fire going, and everyone's happy, they're singing "Kumbaya." You really think like it was a pleasure for him to be here. <laughs> You know, you kind of get this idea, like, "Oh, he was so lucky." No, man, come on, come on. To come from
1: the throne room yes. of heaven,
0: emptied himself into to take this... on human. No, dude, he it was a it was such a sacrifice. We are trying to sacrifice now to get to heaven. He was already in this perfect heaven, right? And he had to give that up to come help us. We have to make sure that we're rightly understanding this, because if we don't have a good picture of how he was born, it will taint why he came and, and the way he lived. And it's just really good to know Jesus, the Messiah, came lowly because um, this kingdom, this is, this wasn't the kingdom he was here for. No. He was here for hearts and souls. And so that will be brought up shortly. Now, what I'd like to do. What? Go ahead.
1: Go, um, before you do that, it. You brought up a good point in that how the nativity has been commercialized and, and it made me think of what we said like a couple of weeks ago, that that is the scheme of the enemy. Yes. 99% truth. That's true. 1% lie enough to get it muddied. You can't see the actual uh, reason for his entrance into humanity. Yeah.
0: And I also think it's relatable.
1: There's so many symbols. So many of him coming in as a baby that just
0: maybe we should do that one time uh the sim- symbology symbolism maybe one day we can we can talk about just all the different a new word symbology <laughs> maybe one day we can talk about all the different symbols that we know in scripture i mean there's you could start going to sevens and threes and trees and no. water and rain and you'll i mean there's people that make a career out of that um so yes i think it's important that he came the way he came We talked about the virgin stuff last week, but in this texture, not texture, in this text um, setting, as a baby, poor, displaced, homeless at this time, well, displaced from his home, right? Right. He was born in a, a, anyway. So he is relatable with anyone who calls on him. You don't, like, you can't get it much worse than, than that. I mean... I think that he's such a wonderful savior because he reaches every level of humanity. I mean, why didn't he just come as a king? Well, then the peasants would have been like, you can't relate to me. You never lived like I live. Right. And he's like, Oh yes, I have. Now now he can say that to anybody. Yes, I did. That's why in Hebrews when the writer of Hebrews says Jesus has been tempted every way we, we have been. We can really look at scripture and be like, okay, there's there's being poor, there's being without, there's being lowly, there's being made fun of that like he's been through it. And I love that. That's why we come boldly to the throne.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Okay. So I would like to read the prophecy that is fulfilled in this first seven verses, born of, born in Bethlehem. Shoot your shot. And uh, Nazareth, Nazareth is a prophecy too. Um, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house of lineage of David. So um, it's interesting that Bethlehem was part of the tribe of Judah, but too small to be called a clan. <laughs> There's another kind of came from nothing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like there was these tribes, Judah was one. Uh, Bethlehem was one too but it was never named because it didn't have enough going for it if you will it didn't have enough people it was only uh, a lot of studies show it only had a couple hundred people to the whole to the whole city or town back then so but this was foretold four or five hundred years before this in the book of Micah maybe maybe longer but here's what it says verse two chapter five verse two Micah but as for you Bethlehem Ephrath Ephrathah, which means fruitful, too little to be among the clans of Judah. From you, one will go forth for me to be ruler in Israel. That's important. Forth, One will go forth for me. Not for you, for me, for God. To be ruler in Israel. His goings forth are from long ago. From the days of eternity.
1: (laughs) From the beginning.
0: Man, here it is. Micah saying, or God saying through Micah, someone's coming through you, Bethlehem. I know you got nothing to offer, but I'm sending someone through you for me. And he's been around forever. <laughs> I mean, we just read this stuff and we're like, cool. Yeah. Eternity. And then, but if you stop and think about it, it's like, wow, it blows my mind. So if anyone wants a little bit of, we talked about for the last couple of weeks, putting some legs on the table so it's not so wobbly in your faith. That's really good evidence that we can track back hundreds and thousands of years to no, I'm sorry, hundreds or thousands, not hundreds of thousands, but um, and there's a prophecy fulfilled right there, and that there's no conjecture. That's like proven. It's amazing. One hundred percent. All right, bro. So, verse eight. You good on one through seven? Mm Mm-hmm. Let me just look at it real quick. Yeah, good job. Verse eight. And in the same region. There were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night and an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear in the Sound familiar? Hmm. <laughs> Is this the third time, fourth time that we've seen this in Luke Yeah. and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Amen. And, um, let's go to 14 for unto you. This is very popular for the Christmas season for unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts Hmm. praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace among those with whom he is pleased. People don't say that part.
1: No, they do not. What do they this say? This is so important. What do
0: they say? Peace peace on earth. Goodwill to men. Goodwill to men. That's not what this says. No, not even peace close. Peace among those whom he is pleased with. That's. Oh, you want to the- go to... This actually goes until verse 21. You okay if we yeah, read that and then talk about the whole thing? Mm-hmm. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> see this thing. It's not this person. It's, it's grand in their mind. It's, it's, cosmo- it's, it's a cosmology type of thing. It's not just this person. It's a thing. Love that. See this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child and all who, that must've been the verse number 14. That must've been the saying. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Amen. Amen.
1: I think you skipped 19. But Mary treasured up all these things, That's right. pondering them in her heart. And Correct. the shepherds returned. Yeah.
0: So verse 19, um, just in case. But Mary treasured. Let me read 18 again. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. I think I skipped that too. Hmm. 19. But when Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart.
1: Yeah, I was following along with you, and then I'm like, wait, wait my Bible doesn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on here? So much here.
0: Yeah, dude, just go for it. What? So all the way
1: back up to where the shepherds are just out in the field chilling, and an angel of a Lord appears to the shepherds, and it's like...
0: Hey, Hey guys. Hey, (laughs) what's up? Now... Uh, this says the angel of the Lord, right? So is this in, in your opinion? Says it says in
1: angel of the Lord, it? not the angel of the Lord. And we don't get a name. It's not Gabriel. So this, isn't Gabriel. So this is not Gabriel. Okay. Cause I'm pretty that sure Luke my would have included that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it says, of course they're in fear because we've already discussed this. It's this terrifying angel creature that yes. <laughs> is, you know, however tall with a million eyes, whatever, not earthly, not earthly at all. Um, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. That's huge. Because God didn't send the angel to, you know, Augustus and saying, hey, send out a decree that I've sent my child. Yeah. No, he sent it out to the lowest of the low, the shepherds, and said, let everyone know that I've sent a savior.
0: Amen. Fear not, for behold, yeah, I bring I'd, you. And the angel said to them.
1: Yeah. Uh, I did read a side note. This is one of the one of two times in the entire Bible that Jesus is considered Christ.
0: Yeah, I saw that too. I thought that was interesting. Well He proves his deity. Savior. Right. So so Christos is the Greek term, I believe, for Messiah. Correct. Um and this right here says Savior. And you know when the other one was? I don't know if your Bible picked up on that. But the other one is very cool. When when Jesus asked his disciples, who do you say I am? And he says, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. You know? Amen. It's like. Mm,
1: give me chills. Yeah, I know.
0: It's almost. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't want to. I'll just throw out a, an idea. You know what? I don't even want to do that. Because I don't. We'll if, get, I, if I put an asterisk and say, don't bank on this, but it's just something I'm thinking, maybe it'll go over okay. Do you think that it's possible that it's such a revered title that, never mind, scratch that? I don't want to go there.
1: Okay. Uh, I find it also very cool that here the angel tells them he'll be in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger.
0: Right. This will be assigned to you.
1: So if we go back and in the same region, so they're not, it didn't say the same town. They're not in Bethlehem. Correct. We don't know where they're at, but it says further after that. um, Yeah. In the end of 15, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So that to me that's emphasizing that they had to actually travel to Bethlehem. Yeah. to to see this thing that has happened. It's not like, oh, they're next door. We're traveling over there. Okay. Uh back to 13. One very cool thing I read and study about this was, and suddenly there was an With the angel, a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Yeah. There's two huge things here. First of all, the angel, uh, a multitude of the heavenly hosts, it is believed that the reason Luke wrote that is because when the heavens opened up, the vastness of angels that were there praising the Lord was inconceivable to the human mind. Hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. And then, of course, the the point you made earlier is whom he is pleased, whom the Lord is pleased.
0: Not everyone. Peace among those with whom he is pleased. Man,
1: they're like, (sighs) we're back to that 99 truth, 1% lie again.
0: Yeah, cuz it's not it's not well, it is available to all men, but the only people that find that peace with God are the people that surrender. That he's pleased with and he's pleased with those who surrender. I mean, not everyone gets that peace. I don't want
1: to I don't want to forgive me if this is wrong, but I while reading this, I thought I saw that in the Greek there was mention in one of these verses about the the Greek word for multitude or hosts was very similar to a Greek word that Jesus used to describe military mm. and there was something there was a tie-in about that with being surrendered and being under um, like in the military how you respect the, you know the commanders above you and stuff like that.
0: Yeah this says Army encampment. Oh, look at that. Also in Matthew, the same word is is used to describe angels. Yep. In Revelations 5.11, apparently. Yeah, that is beautiful.
1: You know what I was thinking? Because when you're in the military, you've surrendered your life to the commanding officers who are then, you know, Surrendered to their commanding officers and your brothers.
0: So angels have surrendered. Is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Their free will. They have free will.
1: I'm not going to conjecture into that. (laughs) I'm not going into that. I just thought the parallel was cool that they were saying whom he is pleased. Yeah. Equates to those who have surrendered their lives to him. The way I took it
0: there at the Christ
1: I was Holy looking man. at a servant uh, of the, Lord.
0: the verse so something that was really cool in my opinion was the shepherds I've never I mean I've never really thought too much about it. I've heard people say certain things about shepherds and what they mean and who they were and I get that Jesus mm-hmm. is the great shepherd and I understand that the pastor is a shepherd like I understand the parallel to roles and shepherds. Right. I understand that. But what was kind of new for me when I was looking at this portion was, um, it's possible that the shepherds were so busy, busy. It might be the best word. Um, the reason that they might have been watching their flock all the time, even at night, um, it could be because. Do you do you can you like imagine how many sacrifices had to be made in in this time, back oh, a ton. back under the the mosaic law covenant, and sheep's and lambs were like big items for sacrifice, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's true. I can. I was just thinking like, dang, a shepherd must like been high demand. Not that they were royalty by any means, but you had to have sheep and lambs for your sacrifices. So shepherds were so important because of what they did. They they raised and they birthed and they kept alive the very sacrifice that kept you in a right relationship with God. Like the sheep were important, man. The lambs were important. Nothing crazy. Just never really thought about that before. <laughs> I didn't think about that either. Yeah. Fear not. I like this. Um, I bring you in verse ten. I bring you good news or good news. Light went out. Oh, Anna was flipped up. I guess you did that. Mm-hmm. Um, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you, is born this day. Hmm. I wonder, like, just put yourself in. Maybe this was. I think a lot of people are fine with four B.C. They're okay with
1: four to six. Is four what to I read. six
0: B.C. Some people say eight. Some people say no earlier than four. But there, are, I mean, you could probably get everyone to nod their head at four B.C. was the birth of Christ and if you put yourself as a Jew who's been clinging to the Torah clinging to the promises of Micah to the promises of Psalms and to the promises of Isaiah Isaiah and Abraham and I mean if you really believed and you really you really knew that help was on its way. You just, you never lost faith, you never lost hope. Like we think of Zechariah and Mary and Elizabeth and they were, you know, faithful people that were chosen for big things. And then what kind of response do you think is someone gonna have when things they've heard of for thousands of years is coming true in their lifetime, in their region, in their town? Dude. What kind of response does that render? Thousands of years. Someone is like, "What?" An angel obviously telling them that the savior is here, right next door, the next town over. Go check him out. I don't know. I don't know. Like I was thinking about Christmas. I mean, we had our presents out a couple weeks before Christmas, you know? And my kids knew that on December 25th, the morning of, they were going to sit down and they were going to open presents. So although they were very excited for that day, they knew all they had to do was wait until December the 25th and they were going to get those presents.
1: Not a thousand years.
0: Yeah. But I mean, these people who had this, you know, not not like an allegory, but like a, I don't know, just assume that they had this figuratively okay a tree which is pagan i mean let's not go there but let's just say they they knew that they had this present but people had been telling them for thousands of years it's coming it's coming just wait how easy would have been to just give up most people had at this point Mm -hmm. i mean it was 400 years they call it the period of silence there's another the dispersion no not the dispersion but They call it the period of silence in between the last book of the old Testament and this, I mean, even just those 400 years of not hearing or seeing God or getting new promises or something like that, how easy would it have been to give up and how wonderful is the reward for those that wait? Right. (laughs) It also
1: leads. So I love that you brought up the 400 years because that, It shows to me, because the Bible says a thousand years is a day to the Lord. Right? Mm-hmm. He couldn't even make it till lunchtime before he's like, "Okay, I gotta do something." <laughs> I I hate these guys, but I love them so much. I, it's time. Like he didn't even make it from the start of the day to lunchtime before he's like, "Okay, fine, I'm coming." Huh. And it's kind of hard to like. In a human brain, understand that. But to me, like, I've once I once I learned that I learned that a couple years ago, and I was like, I came up with that analogy that he didn't make it till lunchtime, and I was like, hmm,
0: that's I don't quite get it, but that's okay. I'm trying to think through it. A day is that's a thousand years. So we're saying from Abraham until Christ would have been what two days mm-hmm.
1: to the Lord. Now the Lord is outside of time and space, so it, who knows what that really means? Yes. <laughs> My feeble mind. You know,
0: you know, people. Th- there's a lot of people that think that the six days of creation
1: is six thousand years. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: and that the seventh day of creation is a thousand years of millennial reign, mm-hmm. and then after that is someone's here and jet's laughing i wonder if it's steve or something like that so um a lot of people think like if you look at the jewish calendar this is this is not part of this uh podcast this is a rabbit hole <laughs> yes if you look at the jewish calendar i think it's year like 5846 or something right. like that so there's a lot of people who think TikTok six thousand years comes that's the sixth day of human reign if you will And then there's going to be the return of the Lord and a thousand years of reign for his kingdom and then eternity, you know? So I don't know. I know someone that I know someone that literally just told me at the end of November was going to be the rapture. Literally.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: they were like, Hey, there's this thing going on in the middle East. and, And, and there's this guy who's had, who has tons of videos that say, king charles is the antichrist and i gotta be honest with you there's a lot that proves that he is and this person was like he's going to this summit i don't know if you've ever heard of it but it's called the climate summit and they just had it at the end of november and they're like wait he's going to make this announcement and he's going to be the antichrist and then he's going to strike a peace deal and then christ is coming back so I was like, okay, then I'm gonna go Get spend ready. all my money. Right. I'm gonna go. I'm like, if that's true, and they're like, No, 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 don't do that. And I'm like, okay, well, is it or is it not? So turns out it wasn't. Right. And I think that's the that's the the um final statement of everyone who claims they know. Turns out it wasn't. Hasn't been. Who knows, bro? But I know one thing. Things are looking rough, man.
1: They are. Um but I like what Mike Winger said about it. Uh, and sorry, Mike, if I misquote you, if you ever hear this, but love you, Mike. Yeah. (laughs) He said, if Christians would stop, maybe it wasn't stop. If Christians would use the same amount of passion, if some Christians would use the same amount of passion that they try to figure out the date of the return (laughs) of
0: Christ. Yeah.
1: That they would use to just bring people to Christ. Yeah. We'd all be much better off. That's right. And I, and I was like, I love that That's because right. you, you have so many of these pastors who, like, they're great pastors. Don't get me wrong. And some, in some contexts,
0: <laughs> I, I say that because I, I like know of a,
1: I know of a pastor who I cannot stand his end times theology, but his marriage marriage theology is amazing. Yeah, and his marriage teachings are amazing. But his end times is kind of like scummy to me in a, in a way, um, and just to. Just to prove that point in his end times teachings, he's like, Oh, buy my book for those that are left behind after the rapture and help support this ministry. And and I have no problem with supporting ministries, but playing on the fears of people that your loved one's gonna be left behind after the rapture and not know Christ, well the Bible's still gonna be here. Yeah. I don't know that I need to pay you ten dollars or $20 or whatever it is for your book to leave behind for those that are still here after the rapture. Yeah. I mean, there's too much scummy to me. There's
0: too much theology tied into that. You would literally have to sit down and really talk it out hours and hours. Oh yeah. yeah. It's surface
1: level. It seems dirty.
0: I understand. I don't, I don't agree with that. Um, but there's a lot of reasons why there's a lot of scripture that you would have to really break down and get right context on. But, um, Anyway, the whole rabbit hole I started (laughs) was to say, look at the response of the shepherds.
1: Let's go right now.
0: Glorify. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. All they did was see a baby. Really? I mean, realistically, they found a baby who was in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. But because they had held on to promises they
1: they knew the torah
0: they knew the torah um the angel gave him a sign
1: the angel was a fulfillment of prophecy
0: and it's like dude the response to someone who finds buried treasure (laughs) is grand it's grand if you're so broke if you're so broke that a billion dollars would change your life when you find a billion dollars you're going to jump up and down and scream. You're not going to be.
1: this. The response that these shepherds had would be like, if I told my 17-year-old daughter, hey, uh, I have the hotel number to where Taylor Swift is at yes, right now. She's a Swifty. She, she would lose it. She would be, go nuts. She'd freaking lose it, bro. And, and then be like, oh, by the way, I was told by her security we could come visit her. Yeah. She would absolutely go crazy. Yeah. And be like, we're going right now, right? And I'd be like, well, yeah, of course we're going right now.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That that is the type of response that these shepherds had. Like, this is the most. This baby is the most well known person in our lifetime that we need to go right this moment.
0: To. It it seems to me, after spending a little bit of time in in ministry, right? I call it ministry because it's. It's what it is, what we're doing, what we do at church. Not not because sure. I'm on staff or anything, but sure. I get it. It's ministry, you know, helping people understand and, and want to read scripture more and, and whatever this is. So,
1: well, and I say that if you're a Christian, you're in ministry. Should be, you should be.
0: So, uh, the point I have seen so far, pretty common, and and if I'm wrong, holler at me, let me know because uh, I, I leave it in the comments yeah leave it in the comments like you know if if you don't agree with this i would like to know why because here's what i have seen to be true people respond with as great of a response as much as they think jesus has given them
1: oh 100%
0: you see someone saying that they've met the king but yet they're not excited about it my question is like, what king was it <laughs> 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 and what did he offer you? Right. And what did he give you? Because my king, the uh, the king that shows up in this chapter, man, he gave to me things that I was so desperate for that I couldn't help, but but joy and praise God and give him all that I had. But I really understood that what I needed and I understood what he offered. And dude, there's a lot of people that don't get that. Right. You know, so their response here's, is going to be lacking.
1: What's, here's what's even crazier, right? So we have the entirety of the Bible to formulate that response. Yeah. These shepherds had nothing but this guy four hundred years ago said this guy was coming. Yeah,
0: Christ said this even guy. Yes, this. Yeah, this yeah. guy
1: eight hundred years ago said yeah. this guy was coming. We're going right now.
0: Christ was still a baby, hadn't died, hadn't paid the price for anything yet you know? Right. But they believed it so much. They just, their faith exactly, was exactly Exactly.
1: Their faith was so devout. They said, Oh my gosh, this is, this is the time he has come. Yeah.
0: Your faith has to hold you, bro. You know, there's, there's times where for weeks and I'm just being real for weeks, I have doubt in my mind, just like Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? That person didn't like you, that person. You know what I mean? Like I just doubt these things. And if my faith didn't get me through that temporary lull, bro, I'd have quit too. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have quit already too, man, because it's not always easy. You got to fight. You know, you you really, really have to fight. But going back to my previous, the King offered me great things.
1: Amen.
0: Yeah, man. He offered me great things, man. And it was more than I could get on my own.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: (laughs) So my life is his and my faith is eternal and my fight is forever, bro. And it's not because I'm like always doing the right thing all the time. No, it's just that, bro, if you want to get me to quit at this, good luck. It's not going to happen, bro. Mm. It's not going to happen. I may go through periods of time where I'm thinking about and I'm questioning things, but that's okay. This life is not a life of perfection. It's a life of continuation.
1: (laughs) Right. And I've heard it said that the Lord understands um, questioning and doubt. Yeah. Uh, Even Jesus, who was like, take this cup, if it not be your will. Yeah. Like that that is somewhat a form of questioning and doubt, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like he's saying to the father, I, you know, I will do this if it is your will, but yeah. I don't want to. If there's to, another way. If there is any other way. Yeah. And so he was even, you know, the, the Messiah himself is like, come on, bro. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> It's tough, man. But the things that we have to do.
1: But that, that is a lot. That also is makes your point even further. He's been through it all.
0: Yes, he has.
1: Every emotion you've been through, Jesus has been through it.
0: I would say, which is crazy because a lot of people will debate that and they'd be like, well, he never dealt with transgenderism. He never dealt with uh, suicide. He never dealt with addiction. And and I would say, okay, but whatever root that stems from, he dealt with that. You know, 100%. Just like someone said to me, well, not everything's in the Bible. And I'm like, well, I think so. And they're like, there's no stop signs in the Bible. And I said, okay, but law is, you know, obeying, I mean, being obedient okay. to law, like we, we can't nitpick. I mean, if someone wants to nitpick, go for it. Because I came to Christ as a skeptic and the way that I Same. F- feel so foundationally secure in my walk is because I can combat skepticism. I did it with myself. Right. I can do it with you. Like, right. That's how I got here. Cause right. I found it true at every level. True, 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 true. So I get the skepticism. I really do. So but the point is these people for hundreds of years, they had every reason to be skeptical. Every reason to doubt, to leave the faith, to, to say, okay, that was a cool story for my great, 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 great grandparents, but at least they had manna. I have nothing. Yeah. I have nothing. I haven't heard from this guy in 400 years. And in their lifetime, and something I want to just tell whoever might be hearing this today, just wait, man. I said this last time, I think like faith, true faith gets you through every time. When people walk away, um, a lot of times I, I want to say every time, but I don't want to like make someone feel a certain kind of way, but true faith, um, gets you through the bad times, the 400 years of hearing nothing. The, I mean, dude, think about what we've heard so far in the, in the book of Luke. Mary was a virgin. She said, who, who are you talking to me? Right. I'm, nothing, I'm right? nothing. Yeah. Elizabeth, too old. They'd been waiting forever, praying and praying and praying. Um, Zechariah waiting and praying. He was a priest keeping all these laws, but none of his prayers were getting answered. It's just so far in two chapters, the theme that I'm picking up on is just wait. God's promises are always true. He will never give up. His promise took 400 years. Well, a couple thousand years at this point. Well, if you go back to the garden, Genesis 3.15, Proto-Evangelum, I believe it's called, is the first mention of the gospel. Um, When he tells the woman, your seed, or he tells the serpent, I should say, your seed will bite the seed of the woman, but the seed of the woman will crush your freaking head, bro. Genesis 3.15, here it is. Thousands of years later, I think maybe four thousand years later at this point, and th- thank God we don't have to wait that long. <laughs> Amen. You know I mean? <laughs> even if starting right now, now please God don't do this to me because <laughs> I don't want this to happen. But even if right now I never heard from God again, thank God my life's going to end at some point, and the faith that I have now is going to be the faith that I have then, and I'll it'll all be worth it. Right. That's the point I think that I would like to just let someone hear. It's all worth it. Don't quit. Do not quit. Do not quit. I don't care if your faith is little right now. Have little faith right now. <laughs> don't have no faith. Right, have little faith. Right. Lean on us. Ask us questions if you need help. Go to the word. Go to your pastor. Just, man, no faith is the issue. Little faith is okay sometimes. but
1: Even Jesus said little faith was okay. Ye,
0: little faith. I don't, yeah. What, if the mustard seed? The must- yeah, if you I have gotcha. the faith
1: of a mustard seed.
0: Yeah. But so far, dude, a lot of people can read first or Luke 1 and 2 and be like, oh, that's that was cool. I'm getting mountains of oh, yeah. encouragement from oh, this. Oh, yeah, same here. And this is what happens. This is why I love the Bible. It's so good. It's a wealth of of knowledge. It never runs dry. You can read it a hundred times and get something different. I love it. Okay, dude. So that's all I have until. 21, unless you want to talk about circumcision again, but my, the person who I mentioned about was not very happy. Okay. <laughs> that person was not thrilled with what I said, but I told him, you know, you can't go back and edit a video, which I think you can, but I didn't feel like putting you through that. So I said, deal with it. I'm sorry. My bad. That's kind of the the line I gave him, but I'm done with up to verse 21. Do you want to go twenty-two? Twenty-two goes all the way until the end, which is thirty-eight. Do you want to break that up, or do you want to just read that, knock it out, and go back and cover it?
1: Uh, we could just read through it and knock it out.
0: Okay. You want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead. All right. If you stop, if you want to stop me, go ahead. Just just say, you know, where you want to go. So, verse twenty-two. And then hopefully within about 15 minutes, we'll, we'll be done. And when the time came, no promises. And when the time came (laughs) for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Amen. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male, I was telling you this last week, Mm -hmm. every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. There's a reason she was a virgin. There's a reason. Not even her hymen was broken right man holy cow (laughs) he was the holiest of holies look Mm -hmm. at how he was born Mm -hmm. set apart bro be holy as i am holy (laughs) okay sorry 23 um actually 24 and to offer a sacrifice here's the sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the lord a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons now there was a man in jerusalem He took him up in the arms and blessed God and said, blessed God, thank you, God. This is what he said. Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And his father and his mother, you got something?
1: It's just huge that Simeon says to the Gentiles because he was a rabbinical priest.
0: Right. He knew something.
1: Right. And
0: anyway, go ahead. He knew something. Right. I mean, how many times before this was Gentiles ever even the question? Never. Oh, no. Never. Okay. 33. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said, huh, marveled. And, uh, and said to Mary, his mother, behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign that is opposed uh, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also. Thing. we see that happen. So that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. And there was a, a prophetess. This is interesting. A woman prophetess um, named Anna, the daughter of Phaneuel renewal of the tribe of Asher you ever heard Asher in the Old Testament that was a that was a very interesting tribe. She was advanced in years having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin and then as a widow until she was 84 she did not depart from the temple worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day and coming up at that very hour she began to give thanks to God and to speak of him to all who are waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. That's fantastic. I mean, the Gentiles thing is a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for the glory to your people Israel and then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother behold this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel did we see that during the life of Jesus <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign that is opposed i i love this is prophecy right here um many did did rise and fall And also there is a sign that is opposed to him. So if you read this the right way, behold, this child is appointed for this and for a sign that is opposed. So the rising and fall and a sign that is opposed. What would you think? Do you have like kind of an idea of for a sign that is opposed? I think MacArthur might say, um, the crucifixion, right? The you like, because the sign to be crucified <coughs> was such a insult. It was such an insult, and it and it would it would completely oppose the ruling of a Messiah. Someone right. dying on a cross as a murderer, thief, or um, he he obviously. Eventually was sacrificed or, sorry, killed, I should say. Well, sacrificed in a way because he called himself God, King of the Jews. They mocked him because he said, I am God. And they're like, what? Are you kidding me? You're dying. Um, You false blasphemer. Blasphemer. Yeah, right. So a sign that is opposed to his reign would obviously be death. (laughs) That's a pretty big stumbling block, Mm -hmm. man. I like this in, um, when Simeon says he had been waiting for the consolation of Israel, that goes, that's the same thing we talked about with, um, the shepherds and with Zechariah and Elizabeth waiting, waiting patiently, have faith. It's not always great, but the Lord is faithful Uh, what did you think about when it said, I did a little bit of study on where it said, um, what time or or how much time are we done? Do you know? Okay. Uh, when it said that it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit, that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ and he came in the spirit. Okay. I know what I think that means. All right, so the last thing that, well, two things real quick. These are the last two things I want to discuss, and then whatever you want to do. So, in verse 27, when it talks about Simeon, and he came in the spirit into the temple. Now, there's a chance that someone might picture Simeon kind of like floating on a cloud, right? In this trance-like state in the spirit. Sometimes... Sometimes I feel like that's what people mean when they say in the spirit. It's like this trance. Um, a lot of people call it ecstatic, which would be like ecstasy type of mindset. And you don't really see that in scripture at no, all. Ever. ever. Right? So this... No, because... What?
1: Anyway. It's, it's another rabbit hole. It is a rabbit hole. We'll cover it another time. It's the whole God of confusion. He's not a God of confusion. And Paul says to stay sober-minded. Well, if Paul is saying stay sober-minded, that you're not going to have this ecstasy style i'm just kind of floating along and oh my gosh i'm overtaken by the spirit i have no control of myself again we don't see that in scripture
0: i would love to talk about that one time but it's it's deep i mean it's shallow because it's pretty clear in my opinion but it's deep because the things that have been used to make that are understandable or are you arguable that word, arguable. Mm-hmm. Um, it all comes down to who are you to say what my experience. It's, it's the same, it. bro. It's the same thing that we're seeing. How can you tell me what I say my gender is? It's like, are you for real? Pull your pants down. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll figure this out real quick. Right. But you, you can't say that because that's not. It's the whole like my truth thing is has permeated Christianity too. Right. It really has. So we have to rightly. Divide the word, and for things that don't matter, we have to be able, to like, okay, that's just not my cup of tea, if you will, but go for it as long as it doesn't affect. Anyway, so yeah, one day if you want, we can. That would be we canceled. A but three hour episode. We can. <laughs> so I love when I think of came in the spirit.
1: I read this as he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay, that was my interpretation. But it now, says, please correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Well. I don't, I don't know. I just want to tell you what I think.
1: Because, well, it goes back to verse 25. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him.
0: Not in him. Valid. Big difference before Christ. It is. Upon him. Like, we see all the Old Testament people, the Holy Spirit was upon them.
1: And then 27 says, and he came in the Spirit into the temple.
0: Yes. You know, what's funny is, you know, how I was telling you earlier today about we love MacArthur, but be careful because when it comes to spiritual things, um, he may not see exactly how a charismatic might see it. Now, I am a charismatic. I do believe in the gifts. And guess what? In his study Bible, there is no documentation on verse 27. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. You know, um, we can give all of our input, which is great. But... When it says, and he came in the spirit, there's there's no cross-reference, there's no notes, there's no nothing, and, and I understand. I understand, however, I would like to offer that this means he was spiritually minded. He was seeing things in the spirit. And I think that's what Paul is telling us to do in Romans and in Galatians. See things in the spirit doesn't mean you go to some trance-like state and you roll your eyes back and you just go from place to place. No, it means like you, you step outside of your fleshly mindset. And instead of seeing my brother across from me as some guy who, you know, is wearing a shirt and talking into a mic, no, I need to see this brother across from me as there's a spirit inside and how's his spirit doing? How is he in the, in the spirit realm? Right? So when I think of be spirit minded, walk in the spirit, I think that it means stop thinking of only things on this earth. Stop thinking of only things in your flesh. Stop thinking of only what you want all the time. Why don't we start to think about things that the spirit wants? Spirit realm, Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, it's all tied together. So for me, when I see this, and he came in the spirit into the Lord's temple, he was broke. He was like, he was ready to dish out spiritual things. He was ready to talk to the parents and to see things in the spirit realm. Whereas for his whole life, maybe he hadn't, maybe he had just held to the traditions, held to the laws, but now he understands spiritually or he's ready to discuss things spiritually. That's what I think it means when it says he came in the spirit. Do you, do you see that to be understandable? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you have anything? The last thing I wanted to talk about was, the reaction yet again, just to point it out, we'll be done with this. We'll do something else next week, but there's a theme here, man. There's a theme in verse 38. And she would give thanks to God and speak to him, to all who are waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. Another person waiting for the Messiah whose faith was true till the end and it was worth it. And, that would be like my takeaway of Luke 2. Yes, the Messiah was born. It's amazing. But it's not really a total story of just him. It's a total of people waiting for him. Right. You know? Right. Faithful to him. And I love that. That's I love f- how
1: it says in 38, she began to give thanks to God and to speak of him yes. to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. Yes. I just... Spread that word. Man, I I just have this picture of this lady, I, and I don't know, it said she was a prophetess, you know, I don't know, from the tribe of Asher, I don't know if she, we don't know if she was wealthy, we don't know if she was poor, we know she was a widow, uh, we don't even know how long she was a widow, because at this point she's 84 years old, but I just I just picture this old lady in, in what we know to be, you know, 4 BC Middle Eastern garb, and as soon as she hears about this, she just hits the ground on her knees, just saying, "Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord." Yes. And the maybe she's in the middle of the street, and no. people just come. Yeah, no. I guess it would say that.
0: And coming up, at that very hour, coming up where, <clears throat> probably to see Simeon holding this. Oh, baby. she
1: did not depart from the temple. Yes, worshiping with. Pa- okay, so she was in the temple. Yeah, okay. partaking
0: of this scene with Simeon. Right a light for the revelation to the Gentiles right. and for the glory to the people of Israel. And she probably was like, yes. thank you Lord. Yes. You
1: know, just drop to her knees, just praising exactly. God. And then when everybody's like, what are you doing? She's like, he's here. He's yes. here. Like
0: hundred you know, percent. Just
1: so like a cheerleader for God. Yeah. You know, like
0: <laughs> why are, why are there maybe what some people call fanatical Christians that all they do is talk about them. Like you can't, really have a conversation with them unless it's something to do with the kingdom. I think it's probably because they're someone like this. You know, right. They waited so long for goodness or they understand what's been given to them. And there is nothing else. Right. That's that's worth that much. You know what I mean? Like there's right. other things. Like I I consider myself someone who talks about this probably way more than most people, maybe more than some people want, you know? But Dude, I don't know what else there is to talk about that's even close to worth it. Right. I would rather talk to someone and tell them some cool thing I just studied about this amazing Bible or this amazing Christ Messiah than discuss sports. Like I love sports. I mean, I do fantasy football with my son and I'm a coach uh, for basketball and I'm an athlete may not tell by my bodysuit, but I, <laughs> I like, I, I play all kinds of I've sports. I've seen it. Yeah. It's true. I play all kinds of sports. <laughs> if it has a score involved, I'm in, you right. know? but at the same time, um, that's not what I would rather do. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it used to be right. Yeah, yeah. But this is what I'd rather do. I'd rather someone be like, what? And I'm like, I know he's amazing. He's awesome. So, cool study, man. Yeah, I, I like enjoyed that. that a lot. You got anything else for this? I do not. Okay, this was good. I appreciate you being here, man. It was a good time. Would you mind praying us out?
1: Uh, not at all. Okay, let's do it. Heavenly Father, thank you. Just, I, I, I don't even know what to say. Thank you, Lord, for. Thank you for sending your Son, Lord, mm. as a lowly baby, just to come in and and be. One for all, the yes. answer for everyone, Lord, the answer so that we may be righteous in front of you. One yes, day, Lord. Lord. Thank you. Um. Yeah, we just thank you for that, Lord. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm kind of overwhelmed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Your son's sacrifice was enough, but you bless us <laughs> yes. more than that, Lord. Thank you, Father. It is amazing. We don't deserve even the sacrifice that is our salvation, mm. but you bless us continually. Thank you, continually, God. And we thank you for that, Lord. Yes. I want to be a servant of yours for the rest of my days, Lord. Amen. And just <laughs> show others the truth that is your word, Lord. Yes. Uh, just guide Skylar and I as we take this walk and walk down this path to share you with those who may not know you, And to give a deeper understanding to those who do, Lord. Yes. We ask these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen.